Okay. <laughs> um, wait, like, has anyone seen what's been going on with yeah. Trapped? I don't fully understand Trapped the whole story. <laughs> I don't know. They, they got like, yeah, they, they posted something about how well the POTUS is handling the situation, the Corona situation. And then people cr uh, critiqued them. And then they were like, I don't know. They caused, I think they said something about snowflakes as well. So stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so they got into a whole Twitter argument. And I don't know. And someone made the joke that. Um, gatherings of less than 10 people won't be a problem for them. They can still have their concerts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Fucking kings. Uh, I All I've been seeing is that everyone is like, making jokes of the only song that everyone obviously yeah. knows from Trapped, which is, of course, Headstrong. Trapped Headstrong. Headstrong. Thank you. Oh, that's where I know them from. Yeah. yeah. It was on the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. That's how I know all these songs. <laughs> uh, was, wait, hang on. Which soundtrack was it in? Queen of the Damned. Oh, Queen of the Damned, right. Because I thought you said Scorpion King. Because no. that was the ultimate. Like, no, Scorpion, <laughs> no, no, Scorpion King. Yeah, Scorpion King was, yeah. was God's. Uh, oh, that track was also on the, on the Queen of the Damned, though. I know, Damn, that's fucking sick. I just remember, I just remember the soundtrack of uh, Scorpion King as like a giant like fishing trawling net that scraped the oceans of rap rock. Just... <laughs> oh yeah, it was so sick. And then you, uh, what was the, what was the, the, uh, um, like the title song? No, no, no. The title song of uh, like Scorpion uh, King I was I, I wasn't it Godsmack of the Ah Stand Alone. <laughs> that sounds very Scorpion yeah. King. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is that then the um, like if you go and watch the music video for uh, mm. "I Stand Alone," it is just clips of the Scorpion King movie like around them while they're playing music. It is so <laughs> sick. Very creative. It like it encapsulates it encapsulates that era of music and movies yeah. like perfectly. <laughs> Wait, let me close the window. Thank now. you. You gotta close the window because now it comes quiet. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. I just wanted to add. I will always remember the Scorpion King because I made um, I made a GIF of John Kerry as the Scorpion King and all and <laughs> all the heroes collection to defeat Howard. Go on. <laughs> and finally, you know, Howard Dean, this existential threat to democracy, was defeated by John Kerry and all his cool friends. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I um I don't remember anything that then happened in the Scorpion King or the year two thousand four. <laughs> Scorpion King was just the two thousand eight election, two thousand four election. <laughs> Yeah, 2004 yeah, yeah. election yeah come on everyone forgot that then i remember that election was like literally like the on election day it went so short and maybe i just thought it was short because like you know 2000 the 2000 election just took like like nine mm -hmm. weeks or whatever however long it took and i remember that then like by like the end of the day john Kerry had already conceded and i was like oh that's is that how these things like normally go or did he just lose really bad um it was the latter he lost really bad <laughs> Yeah, that was too like true because that was also then like the time that uh, Eminem made that that yeah. Mosh song, where he was like, "Yo, fuck George W. Bush, whatever." Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My United States of whatever. Yeah, I love that yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, music was weird back then. I know. <laughs> yeah, good thing everything's normal now in music. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus episode this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, uh, by no means are there cool coronavirus songs that you should totally be listening to every day to prevent yourself from getting the coronavirus. I just, this is, um, I think probably five people listening will understand. Well, I, I don't even know if the, um, other conversation we had will see the light of day, but the cover of Fuck Rudy Gobert is now, um, a reaction image that people post to, uh, e girls online and it just says, fuck me, please. And then everyone has comments. Simp. It's, it's a very fascinating community. I've been I've been researched on them uh, on on Twitter on Twitter simps. I like everyone needs to look forward to year two of Corner Spady because we've been doing this for a year now, and uh, boy are things different. Um, I like the fact that like Rob's brain is unspooling as if it was like I don't know some sort of yarn. Uh, I love it. I love it to bits. Yeah, like, brain love- is finally like going where I wanted to go. It didn't ask to be born inside this head. It's just like, <laughs> going out. <laughs> uh. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to your weekly corner spatey. Uh, we got a full gang remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the comfort of my bed. I am. I'm doing all kinds of powerful podcasting moves of laying down, being very comfy, um, quarantined at home. And uh, so it's myself, Nick, and Kieran. Hey, 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 I'm third impacted over here. <laughs> Yulia and her cat are, are also uh, joining Yulia us. Too is my name. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Yulia yeah, too. I'm thinking Cola Mate and my legs are already twitching. I think I need to move. <laughs> so I will be just running around my room <laughs> recording the episode. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a standing desk with the Patreon money. That's what the people want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And a, and, and a treadmill that you can use the standing oh, desk on, desk. obviously. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rob, uh, or as he's listed in the chat, whoops. Mine, mine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he um, was <laughs> Moin moin, the German, the North German mushi mushi. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so due to uh, um, this thing that shouldn't, we don't even have to really mm. mention now, coronavirus, we're all, uh, uh, yeah, we're all, we're all coming to you from the comfort of our own homes. And um, losing our minds together. Yeah, kind of together. I mean, the only thing that's keeping me sane is, uh, I want to say Animal Crossing, but it's not even that. It's watching my wife play Animal Crossing. Uh, That's (laughs) real good right now. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) That that has like a a lifespan, though. At a certain point, that that, uh, safety blanket will be ripped from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Kieran has brought let's play videos into his house oh man it's like a vampire you have to welcome them in (laughs) (laughs) no kieran don't let pewdiepie (laughs) say pewdiepie in front of a mirror three times at midnight (laughs) and he'll say something deeply inappropriate (laughs) he just appears in a full ss uniform right behind you gaming moment in your own home (laughs) oh dear 
but yeah, so uh, I guess we're just going to go off on the sense of what's where where in the world is coronavirus San Diego yeah. and uh what's 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 happened since our last meeting which was I don't remember what happened last week's episode. It was all kind of a coronavirus yeah, blur. Yeah, that was the that was the last in person episode. It's it's I think it's worth pointing out that um like we could talk about I don't know like something cool in history or some sort of topic or like I don't know trade deficits in Portugal or some shit. But um, it's very hard to ignore this news, the constant terrifying news. Um, things look very different than they did like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, literally. Like um, I'm like I'm not going outside. That's a big mm-hmm. difference. <laughs> um, the U.S. is well. Like I guess we have to like go like country to country, right? Just like just what is. Which, you know, who, who are the heavy hitters who have just been doing either wacky or good or I don't know if they're like, like bad and the ugly. just stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good, bad and the ugly. Before exactly. we get into that, though, maybe we should do um, two pieces of stuff that we should probably talk about beforehand, which is um, St. Patrick's Day and Latvian St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Latvian St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Latvian St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about normal St. Patrick's Day, which was... In Ireland, it was fine. Um, like the whole event was cancelled, and that was fine because I think no actual Irish person goes to like any of the big St. Patrick's Day festivities. They are for tourists mostly, um, and most flights have been cancelled at that point. So it was grand. There's a couple of situations of like a kid in a rural town insisted that the pride the parade go ahead. So it was just like him pulling his younger brother, like Dahi. In, in the back of like a, a in some sort of go-kart kind of thing and it's like we're the parade now I'm like that's kind of cute but um <laughs> yeah it's the world's ending it's fine <laughs> so that was st patrick's day oh and a bunch of people in canada and the united states basically killed themselves on mass by just by, oh yeah um, yeah 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 that was that was wild what no 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 that they've just like the us was already had, having like decent amount of uh, like coronavirus mm-hmm. cases and everyone just being like, Oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It can't happen to me, whatever. And then now like the number of cases in the U S I think are more than oh. Germany as a matter of well, today. Woo. Like, Yay. so, um, and the number of deaths are like five or six times the amount of Germany too in the U S which yeah. is, uh, we'll get in, wild. we'll get into what Germany's doing a bit later, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Latvian yeah. St. Patrick's day. Latvian St. Patrick's yeah, so day. <laughs> maybe can I just, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, uh, my Latvian's not great, but I know on St. Patrick's day, um, St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. Is that correct? Sure. And on Latvian St. Patrick's Day, uh, someone drove the, the Latvian snakes, the Red Army, out of Latvia. <laughs> I don't know who Patrick was, though. Um, the Latvian's a little rusty. But they seem really happy about that, that all those, yeah. all those Soviet snakes were, were driven yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I, the, yeah. In, in 10 years' time, it'll be revealed that like Latvian St. Patrick was actually a big sympathizer to the SS. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's the Legionado Pieminia's Diena. Um, so the Legionnaires' Day, Day is the 16th of, or just 16th of March, they also mm. call it. 
and they celebrate it still. It's an unofficial celebration, like a holiday. It was an official holiday from 1998 to 2000, but since Latvia wanted to join uh, NATO and the EU, they... They had to get rid of their Nazi holidays. That's fucking. That's that. Like you made no, that up. No, that's that. No, that's not a real thing. thing. <laughs> Holy I really like shit, the idea country. of just like in the fifties when NATO was being like basically set up. They're just like, oh, what's this? What's this? Uh, what's this? A uh, session chapter here that says you have to get rid of your Nazi holidays. Are we really going to use this? So, like, just keep it in just in case. Uh, pre Yeah, I'm just so like tough. I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering then the sense of like like what falls under that because like um are all fascist holidays in cuz like all he days a really weird one that's kind of like that that you're like you're celebrating Metaxas saying no to Mussolini but then just like all just but saying really yes like, to like, <laughs> the other guys. <laughs> yeah, like it's like okay, like does that one not count? Okay, well, you know, you can keep that like kind of weird, confusing yeah. holiday that all of Greece celebrates. Yeah. But you know, I'm fucking drawing the line when you have fucking you know Legionnaires yeah, Day or whatever the fuck it's called. I thought it was more like I thought it was more like you know NATO is fascist, but they're just like, but you can't. It's like Jehovah's Witnesses; you can't celebrate holidays. So like. <laughs> Or give you like, blood. You can celebrate, you, you know. <laughs> just take a moment to yourself to appreciate the Nazis and then go about your day. <laughs> no celebration. Yeah, basically what they're doing. The arguments are a lot of the times are um, like, oh, it's about like uh, national pride. It's about resistance. It's about like fighting for your country. It just happened to work with the Nazis, collaborate with them, <laughs> joining their voluntary like <laughs> regions. <laughs> I mean, it was the only option. That's basically what they say. Like um, the the in in 2019, the uh, Minister of Defense, Artist Publics, um, he said that the SS legionnaires were like the pride of the Latvian people in 2019. <laughs> so. You know, I think some Germans maybe think the same thing too about, about them. And they still do that. And they have these like weird um, youth groups, like nas national Latvian girls or something. And it's basically Lat they stand there and they like give them flowers, the legionnaires, the old people, the Nazis, the old Nazi collaborators. And it's just like mm. all these young girls giving them flowers. And then they march with their Latvian flags and some other flags. I don't know. <laughs> Estonian flags? Sometimes there are Estonian flags and uh, Lithuanian flags as well. And they march to the Brivibas um, monument, which is the um, freedom monument, and then they lay down yeah. flowers. So that's basically what they do. There were um, incidents where, like, an anti fascist um, group of, like, Jewish people, I think, like, people, um, yeah, oh, no. they wanted to go to Latvia to protest it from Germany. And as we all know, we have Schengen, or we used to, now it's all shut down. <laughs> 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 yeah. We used to, do you remember this thing called Schengen Abkommen? Schengen uh, do you remember a week ago? We, yeah, where we could still like <laughs> go across borders and just visit other yeah. European countries. Um, well, that was, well, that was back then. That still was a thing. <laughs> okay, so th this group of anti-fascists um, wanted to, of Jewish anti-fascists, wanted to go to Latvia from Germany and protest the day. When they arrived in Riga, they were holed up at 
like um, at the you know entrance, like at well the ah what's it called? Gate or the gate? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Flying that is also so far away from me now. <laughs> oh yeah, remember things. that? <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to the next episode next week. We're like, man, remember Italy? Let's um, <laughs> go oh, crazy. Oh god. But um, yeah, and they were like incarcerated and brought to uh, Daugav Pils, which is like a mostly uh, kind of like um, Russian city in like mm. the south of Latvia, close to the Russian border, I think. Right. Um, it's like Sicily, but for exactly. Latvia. <laughs> and with Russians. Um, yeah, so they were incarcerated because they were like, just imagine these were Europeans citizens eu citizens that wanted to go into mm. an eu country to protest a nazi celebration day they were brought to a fucking like um uh confinement camp now to like a prison to like a deportation prison kind of to be brought back Ooh. to germany Ooh. yeah and that was an incident and um i mean and latvia said yeah we didn't want to have any troubles you know <laughs> yeah we wanted to the word trouble in triple parentheses <laughs> so yeah okay. that's uh latvians uh latvia's saint patrick's day <laughs> it's uh, uh i don't like nazi saint patrick no <laughs> he's he's, le he's less chill than yeah than okay. irish saint patrick <laughs> right <laughs> all right so is this, but is that like the biggest holiday, like what are the biggest holidays in Latvia? Independence Day. Like, like Latvian specific, I mean, yeah. Independence Day, they have two. Okay. They so, have so one. So this is, is number two in the, in, the, in the border? I'd say so. Well, it's not an official holiday, but yeah, I mean, they wish it was. They, they want to celebrate their Nazis officially. Like... <laughs> And you you see Sick. a lot of the times, yeah, you see a lot of the times there are ministers like from the government taking part in this, you know, it's, well, the politicians are not like, they, they're not staying away where they were during the time where they, during the pre-accession um, um, time, you know, when they wanted to be a member of NATO and the EU. Now they are, so they're, now they are like, oh, we don't give a fuck, let's show up, let's pledge allegiance to... <laughs> The thing I found that was really interesting with Latvia, I may have mentioned this before on the show, is that because um, Julia and I went to the KGB museum there once, and there's just at the end they have like all the people who were just like murked by the by the Red Army or by the by the KGB or whoever at the or the NKVD at the time, and they would always have them like a list of like things of like who they were. And they're like, see, like these are like Lat, you know, Latvians who died, this and that. But then half the time it was like nationalist militiamen or something mm. like that. I'm like, okay, so he was a Nazi, like that's why he got fucking murked. And there's this like, there's this really interesting way in Latvia that they that they do this this at least from what I saw of the couple of times that I've been there, this like they obviously don't mention that then they'll like they'll kind of acknowledge like oh yeah well you know the, the nazis were here but they really have to let you know that then like the soviet union was the one who was significantly worse and then they'll sugarcoat their nazis into any which way possible to then just have to like not have them admit that they had a mass like one of like the largest enlistments into the ss like immediately 
when they when mm-hmm. they came in, um, and also like the Holocaust in a lot of cases started in Latvia, um, with just like you know shootings in the woods and stuff like that. Maybe not like okay, like the specific start of it's hard to to put to to you know put a date on or whatever because Jews were their pogroms all within you know Europe, especially when like the Nazis came, they just kind of enlisted people who were doing that. But Latvia was 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 very enthusiastic. Um, to participate About, like killing the so, Jewish population and not only yeah. that also from NRV so from the region I'm from uh, a lot of the Jewish people were deported to Latvia so like when I went to the forest where they had like all the names of the cities and, and towns where the people came from um, that were um, assessed like shot in the woods because um, a lot of them were from like um, Hereford or Bielefeld or something like that, you know, so the region where I'm from. And actually, they say that in Latvia, it was the start of the uh, Holocaust by bullets. So um, you didn't have like the um, extermination camps like in Poland, but you had these like in the woods, you would have like a lot of people being shot, a lot of Jewish people being shot. And one of the guys that was the SS officer um, that was responsible for Latvia, he was later the guy that was at uh, Babayan. Is that what it's called? Babayan? In in Ukraine, the big pit where they yeah. dumped a lot of like Jewish people and like, killed them and dumped them in the pit. So, yeah, Latvia. Um. Uh, what's next on the menu? Spain. Spain. We're going to talk about Spain? Espana. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, None of us speak Spanish. Let's go. Um, So, yeah, Spain is having a real, real difficult one at the moment. Um, My favorite thing about it is the fact that, like, if anyone's looking at the figures... Very quickly after Spain, like people started talking about Spain on the international like stage, they very quickly surpassed like the country with the fourth most cases. Like they beat Korea yeah. very quickly. Um, that's fair. Um, yeah, no. So they had like a they have an absolute fuck ton of cases, and it's getting real bad because the trajectory they're on, they're like set to overtake Italy very very quickly, and by a good margin. So, of cases or deaths? Uh, cases. I think their deaths have been like they're like seventeen hundred right now. When I last checked, yeah, I think their uh, deaths are like at the same ratio as Italy was at this point after first infection. Okay. Uh, um. Oh no, I, I have it here. Currently, they're at twenty-eight thousand five hundred cases and one thousand seven hundred deaths. Oh. Yeah. Um, 2,500 have recovered. Um, yeah, so that's the kind of case, and they're like two weeks behind Italy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just over a week behind Italy in terms of when they got first mm-hmm. hit their um their first case. No, sorry, their hundredth case. That's the the date on this chart, and they're actually at the same level behind um as we are here in Germany from Italy. They're they're about the same distance behind, but they have substantially more substantially more cases than Italy did at this point, than we do at this point. Yeah, it's real bad. And they're really concerned because 
there's already like pretty strict controls in place in in Spain already. Mm-hmm. Didn't Spain um, nationalize their hospitals? Spain have like seized a bunch yeah, of private hospitals. Yeah, uh, they already had like they already had national hospitals. It's kind of like um yeah. They have an NHS and they also have private insurance, uh, basically. And the NHS, the government branch of all this, has basically taken over the private insurance hospitals, um, which is good. That was a good move. They've also like they basically closed all businesses, um, like all businesses that were gathering people. Like restaurants haven't yeah. been open for a very very long time. Restaurants are only allowed to stay open if they can deliver, basically. Mm-hmm. Same like we have um, your own. Yeah, we have that now. Um, but they did it like a week mm. ago. Um, what are the other things? You're fined if you're found outside of your house unless you're going to Walk the, the oh, supermarket. Okay. <laughs> yeah, or walking the dog. Yeah, it's the only acceptable <laughs> one. Um, are you allowed to exercise? But yeah, like... No, you're not allowed to exercise. Um, you have to exercise in your house, basically. If you're going to exercise, uh, which is why you're getting all those videos of like people in apartment blocks conducting apartment block wide, like um, Pilates or. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's because you're not allowed to leave for exercise yeah. purposes. Um, yeah. And because police ha- or Spain has like a fairly robust bureaucracy and is also like Spain is also like the police state of the EU. I mean, that's probably a pissing yeah but they have a pretty bad there like it, yeah. it's the only time like i ever like whenever i followed like um police brutality mm. news the the catalonian independence thing was the only time they like those forums weren't talking about the yeah. u.s um yeah so but it does mean they have like the system in place for a whole bunch of police to go around and ask you for your national id and like ask for why you're out um i just love that video of all the british tourists just like nuking themselves on live tv yeah i've seen that oh that's horrible yeah malaga uh my family live in andalusia which is like the southern part of (laughs) spain Yeah. yeah and it's like it's the biggest it's the biggest atomica they actually have very few they actually have a lot of cases, but they're all like spread mm-hmm. out. Uh, there's no like real hotspot except for Malaga, and it's because of British oh, tourists, fuck. effectively. Yeah, 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 like there's a lot of cities in Andalusia. There's like Seville, Cadiz, Granada, Cordoba, and none of them are like at any kind of critical point yet, except for Malaga. Um, because of that video. <laughs> because of that video, specifically that video. Um, but yeah, there was, it was basically because there was a population within that city that was like not adhering to the quarantine at all. It was German. There was German. It just goes to show of you, course. like you can make history as one individual. You can change the world. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that. I, I, I like. I don't want to harp on it too much because I know, like, when you watch the video, you're just like, especially with even like a semi-colonial aspect to it, even just within the within Europe. But mm. like, yeah. when I watch it, I'm like. Yeah. I mean, it's more like a metaphor for like all of us rather than like these fucking assholes. They should have just stayed inside. Like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I just see it like I, I don't see myself. I'm like, they're, I don't know. 
There but by the grace of God go I if I were just in a slightly different position. I'd be like, I earned my vacation. I'm going to go or whatever. Oh, I'm going to keep doing this because I need to. I'm going to keep ordering food. And like, I feel that way when the guy drops off a package outside. Not, it's not even my package. But just when the guy's like walking up and down the stairs in my building. Like I'm like, some like fucker had to order a package. And now this person's getting exposed to a, you yeah. know, might be more exposed to coronavirus. Yeah. So like, it's obviously bad. But I just feel like more so like. And so it's kind of therapeutic to be like, well, if it weren't for these fucking assholes, maybe things would have been better. Like, it just captures mm-hmm. the whole situation for me. <laughs> yeah. When I stare deep the, into uh, those shirtless uh, British men, I, <laughs> I see myself staring back. <laughs> I, stare I see myself reflected in the, like, the red flesh with that layer of top skin removed yeah. by the it's sun. It's like when you close your eyes and look at the sun and it's like a dark, like a reddish, like, you know, in the in the hues change, and you can finally see the baby face from Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> if you stare long enough, you'll see it eventually. It's just too bright. Um, yeah. So, what else is Spain doing at the moment? Um, so, there's like there's kind of like two or three things that I know we kind of wanted to talk about, like or one that I want to bring up, which is there are like there's some good like solidarity and like certain businesses and workers mm-hmm. like pulling together there was this organization of basically cobblers across um spain who their business is considered you know non-essential so they've been closed for a while um but they've all kind of teamed up together and started producing face masks Mm -hmm. because they had the material and means to do so um so that's been cool as far as i know they're like giving some of them out to free and giving them some of them to the basically the spanish health service um free of charge oh what is it the other thing is there's a bailout for businesses being planned which we'll talk about other countries because other countries are doing this as well and it's a little too early to tell what the fuck that's going to look like but it seems like the spanish one might be decent enough like it's actually going to protect self-employed small businesses Mm -hmm medium-sized businesses it's not just going to like the big fucking spanish giants that what looks like what france is going to do zara zara that uh that company in catalonia that makes like all the equipment to build roads oh which is, like, i didn't know that that existed yeah right it's one of those things of like <clears throat> when you hear that business exists it's like yeah i could imagine they're massively powerful <laughs> do like uh, honestly i feel now uh, this is. I probably shouldn't yeah, say this on uh, on the the uh, podcast I host. That's about European news in a fun, accessible way. But like, I honestly can't keep up with <laughs> with the news. Like, I have no idea what's like. Is it good? Is it covering everything? Like, just the like universality of the crisis. Like, I I just cannot wrap my head around it. Like, every single mm-hmm. industry are they getting the proper bailouts? Is like what's going to happen to the shift of power and how people yeah. are going to be treated? Like, mm-hmm. it boggles the mind. The scope. Really. It's, I think it's. I think that's not like that's not your fault. It's because it's like how fast all this shit is coming out. It's like dizzying. It's happening to multiple countries at multiple times. So you're getting it like it's all happening at to once. literally the whole world. Like I mean, now especially, yeah, and, and in the coming weeks. Yeah, but like I guess the the wave that we're in at the moment, because like it happened to Asia earlier. Yeah. It's like starting up now in Africa. Yeah. Uh, like India just imposed a curfew, for I example. Don't, yeah, yeah, but I, I haven't, for example, I haven't heard anything of like out of um, Central and South America. Oh, sure they're doing they're a doing like, stuff, yeah, yeah. So, Central America was one of the first to do like heavy, um, like <clears throat> curfews and closures. 
yeah, I've yeah. been I've been really enjoying watching um the like will he won't he of is Jair Bolsonaro oh, infected with yeah, coronavirus yeah, yeah. or not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that then's the best is that he did a press conference the other day where all of his advisors had masks on, and then every time he spoke, he took his mask <laughs> off <laughs> and then put it back uh, on, and it was just all like uh, he, poetry. Yeah, and just then, like every like, there's so many people in his in his of his like you know of his you know boys who is his who who are close to him who all fucking have it. So one, I have a hard time believing that he doesn't have coronavirus. But second, like you know, gotta just appreciate that then you know the coronavirus, even if he has it, just will not keep this man down from just like going in public and touching people (laughs) and being way too like in the public eye. Yeah. Oh god, I, I love it a bit. But um, all, the other thing I know about South America is just the um, Argentina and Chile have kind of really taken advantage of the moment to like uh, suppress mm. protests. Mm. Uh, yeah, France too. What, what France as well. Yeah, for sure. That they they use the crisis as a good excuse to yeah, basically yeah. end. Um, the yeah, Asian, exactly. Yeah, the, I wanted to talk about strikes. that because they. Yeah, of course they started like immediately with like. Um, like uh, forbidding like a uh, a large number of people gathering, people yeah. Gathering. So that yeah. was kind of like that that came in handy for them. <clears throat> also, there is this very opportunistic. Hmm? I... <laughs> no, I mean also there is a thing um that you have to put your name down. Like they have this like uh, formula that or this like mm-hmm. document you have to write. Uh, you have to write in your name um, and the purpose of you leaving the house now that they are like under, I was about to say house arrest. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> All of France is under house arrest. Yeah. Quarantine. quarantine. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which in my opinion, like causes of course a threat, especially for people that uh, maybe are not registered in France. So, like, putting down your name, like, yeah. revealing your details to the police. I mean, they would use that shit, you know? Like, it's... Um, I mean, yeah. you have to... Hopefully... You have to carry it around. And, of course, like, as we know, our world and the societies we live in, there will be a lot of racial profiling on the street as well, you know? Mm. So, you can be, like, this white, fancy French lady walking your dog... Or you are—I uh, don't know—a black man in the banlieue. No. Obviously, the French lady, the old French lady, serves much more of a risk to herself. <laughs> that is true, actually. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they should just beat the shit out of her. Like, <laughs> are you fucking dumb? <laughs> You're gonna kill yourself. We're gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> if coronavirus don't take you out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like this is this is also why Berlin, especially the left and Die Linke in Berlin, um, they don't want this complete, uh, you know, quarantine. So like that, you aren't allowed to go outside anymore because it, first of all, it pushes a lot of like well, it has a, um, it's taking away Grundrechte, so like your rights, and that shouldn't yeah. like if you make an uh, like if you make a executive like if you decision like that. Um, it shouldn't be like you shouldn't do it like lightly hearted, you know. So you should actually like think about the social impact it will have. And 
the health impact it will have for people that are living alone, don't have anyone, you know, or for people that live with mental illnesses or something, or for, you know, yeah. or for people that uh, have chronic illnesses and, and can't go outside shopping themselves, you know. So, mm. or like I said, yeah. the racial profiling on the streets, the putting down your name and a list, something, just like the random checks really they can the, do, like on your details. Yeah. It's and that's that's the exact same situation as Spain as well, for sure. And I really hope that like people are managing to make or start support networks yeah. for because that, that like I'm not gonna lie, the whole illegal immigrant thing is not one that I thought of before this that's yeah. definitely going to cause exactly. problems well it's uh, happening in the yeah. u.s of course yeah, yeah. it's like, it's a way you can you know it's a way of it it, it come, comes in handy if you want to do like a, a police repression or something like that you know just one thing like i don't know quite what to make of like because i think it's a good like it should be pointed out right like this left-wing critique that you're increasing police powers um mm -hmm. But like, mm. I don't know, to me, it seems kind of like banal somehow, because like, it seems like that's, I don't know, it just seems like we're all used to it. Like, yeah, of course, like, that's what the police do. Like, it's not really a new thing. Like, the police are seizing all these new powers. It's like, the police are like, we're going to keep you in a police state. <laughs> don't you worry. Like, yeah, it, it darn more instruments to actually do that, you know? I get, I guess so. But like, it honestly seems like if there were no coronavirus and just everyone announced um the coronavirus is gone but we're gonna keep the police state everyone will be like i mean there might be some protests but it would just stay the same i don't know like maybe, yeah. maybe that's just being pessimistic i don't i don't think that i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm 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 not as as cynical um i don't think that because uh, this is like if you wanted to have a police state then happen after a a a, a pandemic or whatever or after some event you like there simply just this idea then of creating like a list of them like putting yourself in like an actual physical police state can't like it's not sustainable in 2020 like you got to look like 911 is the blueprint of how you how you make a police state yeah so like bloomberg's new york yeah exactly and i think that then it's the sense of like obviously yeah with with like bloomberg's new york you have very obviously racialized thing with like stop and frisk or whatever mm -hmm. or um the idea then of like making the town a business and shit like that. Like there is this very neoliberal, like cost effective way of doing the police state nine 11, obviously just creating a bunch of fucking departments that then don't do anything but police unnecessarily. And you just kind of accept it. Mm -hmm. I think that that would obviously be more realistic than seeing an actual like log of people staying around because people wouldn't like, like after the, after the, the emergency goes, people would immediately then start questioning, like, why do I still need to do this? And the legitimacy of the state then at that mm -hmm. point to say, like, oh, well, because we said so doesn't work, you know, like it does, like, okay, everyone uses the example of Turkey of maybe like the, like how Erdogan does that, but Erdogan continuously uses outside things to keep his police state going, you know, oh, the Kurds, yeah. oh, uh, 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 Gulen, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, exactly. There's always an existential threat for Erdogan to then leave the, the, the national state of emergency in that a lot of people buy into, and it won't work, I think, in this because it isn't like a terror thing or whatever. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a virus. Okay, the coronavirus is gone. What are you going to 
change that to, you know? No, I, I just think it's necessary to think about like social impact and like, you know, no, 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 of course. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that you shouldn't. I'm just saying it's like, the unfortunate thing is that we live with a bunch of idiots that don't want to um, self quarantine. So yeah, because they're selfish and exactly. stupid. <laughs> and that is the unfortunate thing because it would be great if everyone out of solidarity would just stay at home. Like they are asked to. Uh, unfortunately, that is not happening most of the times. Like, as, uh, like especially in Berlin, where they like hang out at Mögelsee or something like that. Um, stupid yeah. shit. Um, so it, yeah, that's why you have to like take tra drastic matters, uh, measures. I mean, um, unfortunately, but it shouldn't be, you know, like. Yeah. Man sollte es nicht auf leichte Schulter nehmen. I don't know how to say it <laughs> in English, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's it's an Ausnahmezustand in the sense of a gump. No, uh, it's yeah, it's a state of emergency. So <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's, a, it's it's an interesting one. No, because no, because it, it's like it's. I see everyone's point on this because like. I think Yulia is doing the good work here of just like making sure people are aware because the problem with like everything that stayed after 9-11 was that everything that was like all the changes that came in after 9-11 that were told that people were told would be temporary. Yeah. Like the aspect that they were told would be temporary was shoved into the memory hole and forgotten about by like collective society. Yeah. So it's kind of those things of like everyone needs to remember that this shit was all meant to be temporary and just that making sure everyone remembers should hopefully be enough. And we'll probably see, like we're seeing now, we'll probably see a patchwork of shit after we're done. Yeah. Like certain countries will remove the restrictions. Certain countries will keep them, whatever. Um, like one the example of like an actual coronavirus one was um, China brought in a, um, oh, the system that allowed you to see where infected people were. Uh, like, in relatively real time, like it was tracking their phone and stuff, so you could avoid supposedly <laughs> like avoid neighborhoods that were like particularly infected and stuff. And like everyone was like on board with that came in because yeah, that makes sense. Like fuck it, let's like stay. Like if I have to go out to the shop, maybe I can plan my route so I don't go through like an entire infected apartment block or whatever. But uh, I too like getting the um, you know, when you when you reach a new like when you unlock a new area of the map. <laughs> and there's all those oh, things yeah there's all those things that then you're wondering of like what's over there and then it's like appears on your on your screen or appears on your on your mini map and you're like oh okay yeah. like but the the the, the uh, issue with it now is like they've kind of more or less now that the crisis is clearing in parts of china i'm not sure if wuhan it's cleared but other parts of china that has uh they're they're still just been like now we're just going to keep this app that's fine um you can keep using this so that's that's a little weird, um, but it's probably it's going to be different in every country. Mm -hmm. Speaking of like centralized police states, this is one of the things that happened in Spain that I feel like is really going to backfire. Is Spain have two levels of police? Mm -hmm. They have like one that responds to the Atomica, like which is Spain's version of a state, yeah. and then they have a national one, um, which. Is kind of like the National Guard in the state. Germany has the same thing of the like local yeah. police and then the Bundespolizei. Right. So, yeah. Um, but like my understanding of certain systems is the Bundespolizei or the National Guard has to be deployed. Like they have to be sent out. Whereas in Spain, both are kind of around uh, yeah. at any given time. Um, 
in this emergency, the Madrid government, the central government, has given all powers to the national police, which is probably good for efficiency purposes or whatever but like that's going to be a real problem i i suspect that's going to really fucking backfire in like the basque regions Mm. or catalonia at some point um i want to clarify my point because also for myself because it's not that i'm saying it's not a big deal that but like when with the coronavirus going on everyone is saying like wow like we can't even imagine how things are going to change in the coming weeks and months and i think that's true but i think with police surveillance that's something that we i think we very much know what it's going to look like or like how like it's not really a new thing it's just like the thing that's been around just more obvious you can only go one direction i mean but. if you take if, if if you take seriously like um like like real talk it's all, like the governments yeah. and nsa whatever they have all of our data all of it it's like there's zero, like no one is hidden like i know you might be using signal or whatever like they have everything <laughs> like everything and so like that's been going on like i and, and so i can't say like wow now there's going to be a new like security apparatus like maybe there will be more developed infrastructure of police and military in the street or whatever it might be but i don't see that as like mm. the big shift coming out of coronavirus simply because it is just like making more apparent what is already true behind the scenes. You, you, you know what I mean? And so like, I, I absolutely agree and with, like, with and like the buying into center. this rhetoric that like, Oh, if only we could like hide ourselves and like, you know, stay, you know, be more secure and be more like, like, I, I, I feel like it's not the right narrative to push because it encourages this individualistic thing that like, you need to take better security precautions. You need to not go hang out at Mugazi or whatever. Like, I, like it's, it's, it's fucked. Like, like there's no going back. There's no going back from the mass data collection that that's already happened. And mm-hmm. so like, like once you acknowledge that, it's like, where do you turn to now? Like there's limits to these, like, I don't know, whatever Foucaultian analysis, like the panopticon is, is already here. Like you can't, you can't get out of it like this, like, and, and that's not, not, that's not even to say it's not worth pointing out, but like, I just struggle with like what to do next once you acknowledge that. No, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying like, uh, of course I don't think that after this, this will be like a complete police state or something like that. I'm just, I I just think it's, people should be aware of like consequences because especially for like vulnerable people in society, like people that are not registered, you know, it has another, it has a different impact. And you you see that already in like what, what is happening in the refugee um, camps, Unterkünfte in in Germany, mm-hmm. how they go in there and like separate like the groups with like uh, heavy armed um, police yeah. forces and and Wasserwerfers or like fucking what's it called water shooters, <laughs> water hose, uh, fire, fire hose, yeah that shit, um, you know stuff like that. So you already see like um, that you have more drastic you know responses to situations. I'm just saying that there are people like that are more vulnerable in society that we should like make sure. Oh no, no. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I just, I, I think I just have like a weird reaction to this because I think that a lot of people stupidly look at this and like, obviously (laughs) these are legitimate concerns, but I get the feeling that then like, you're like, like dumb people, especially like the AFD and whatnot. If Germany were to go on a lockdown, they'd be like, see, Merkel's a Nazi. You know, because she's using the state and yeah. using the state is an automatic comparison to like Nazi yeah. shit. But then when Germany actually has Nazi shit happening <laughs> in it, like murders and yeah. whatnot, um, or there's the, uh, you know, just how, how deeply involved 
the you know the state is like cool yeah no like how yeah and it's like just how deeply involved the state is in like these you know like spread of nazi shit mm-hmm. being very involved in it as we've seen with oh what's his name the former head of the uh of of the uh, uh bundesnachrichtdienst um uh, uh, Ma- Georg Maas. Uh, yeah, Maasen. Yeah. yeah, I always miss it, mix him up with, you know, like because Maasen and Maas and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but um, yeah, so I mean, like with all this shit, then like actual Nazi shit happens, and obviously, like most of Germany, like really doesn't blink and you know just like doesn't even blink an eye to it. Mm-hmm. I think the recent thing in Hanau is like one of maybe the first things that then you actually saw like a a response more so than other but nothing i mean still like everyone's forgotten that that happened you know for the most part i i think that that the news cycle of that was very short for how just massive of a fucking crime that was you know Mm. so it is it is really like a uh um it is a thing that then regardless of what happens here dumb people are going to use it to then just say dumb shit and uh whether so america doesn't do anything which is kind of like what's i mean maybe this is a transition into what Germany is doing, but, or maybe not, but my personal opinion of just like Germany's not doing enough, but then it's also kind of the sense of like, well, if Germany did things, then it just plays into the cards of everyone who doesn't like Merkel. And at the moment it's not the left, you know, like the left has a horrible opposition against her Mm -hmm. because they've kind of been too friendly to her for the longest period of time until very recently. I I think also uh, the left wing opposition in Germany has been more focusing on, the AFD, maybe I have this yeah. wrong, but they're like they're more talking about like if there's any criticism towards Merkel, it's almost her complicity, complicity, complicity. God damn it, her uh, <laughs> complacency, complacency. Uh, right, that happens to me too. You know, don't worry. Uh, English is a fuck, uh, but her like complacency towards the rise of um, the yeah. AFD, and they yeah. they probably throw that exact same criticism towards the SPD. I'm talking about D-Link yeah. here. But like, um, yeah, yeah, so you're right. Like, there's going to be these people who play into it. But yeah, I, I think we can talk a little bit about what Germany's been doing because one of the things that everyone's like so fascinated with Germany. is... Germany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A- uh, does it exist? Welcome to our anti-Deutsch podcast. <laughs> yeah. But there's uh, a the new thing, thing that- happening just now or just an hour ago. Um, now gatherings of more than two people are forbidden. Except what? For I didn't hear you. More, like gatherings of more than two people are from now on forbidden. Two people? Yeah. Except okay, for whatever. families mm. and if you have several roommates because you can't kick them out, you know? Uh, so it's, it's, it's the France law then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like in, in Spain, they had that when you're outside your home, there's only one person outside the home at the same yeah. time. Uh, yeah, like this is the thing about looking at Italy and Spain is that stuff is coming here. It's not really a matter of if, it's when, and possibly some devils in the details about how things are executed. Yeah, uh, or who's executed? Oh, other, oh. <laughs> also some other fun news. There was like obviously, uh, like not obviously. Apparently, there was a fight in the like teleconference that the states of Germany had. So because. Nordrhein-Westphalia's Armin Laschet, so the CDU guy, unfortunately, that we have there now, um, um, presented the paper that he decided on with, like, that he made um, with uh, 11 other states of Germany. And Markus Söder of Bayern, Bavaria, kind of was pissed. And I don't know, and he threatened to leave the tele 
conference and apparently there was a little fight yeah. going on i just want to spread some gossip <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yes, get messy. um the thing with um so i guess like i i want to go in like outside into this is that there's this like really funny like pretend picture that like the united states has of how germany is handling this that is just amazing to me because oh. how you remember like this kind of goes back into our thing of like who is you know every democratic candidate's favorite um oh, yeah yeah Merkel's yeah. their favorite like you know by a long <laughs> shot and so there's all this stuff coming out of I mean, I hate using the word fake news, but it is just that of just like these fake things of people being like, look at how well Germany's handling this. Everyone can, can go get a test when they want to. Everyone can go, you know, like you have access to so much stuff. Just that's just being out just like, here. We're all just testing out here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like all these things are just like continuously like, um, especially on like, like lib Twitter of just people being like, wow, we need to like be like Germany and this and that, that it's like, no, actually the U S is actually weirdly doing more than the, than, than, than Germany is. Trump like, just I'm, asked uh, the automobile, uh, producer. To make ventilators. Yeah. yeah it's ventilators. fucking wild. It's genuine, like, like it's, <laughs> it is so bizarre to me how then Donald Trump, I mean, given the last time we spoke of it, he did the $1.5 trillion bailout, which was fucking stupid. I mean, um, also, but now he, he ignored the virus, like, for. Yeah, of course. He did. He did the fucking same, yeah, of course. Uh, well, Germany didn't. Well, not. Like, as Germany's as he still did. kind of ignoring it up well, until. Well, Merkel like, did not go on Twitter and say, like, oh, this is stupid fake news. This is like the. Yeah, of course yeah. she wouldn't because she's Angela Merkel. She's <laughs> going to deny it by then doing the thing that she did in her dumb fucking speech, like on Friday, where she's like, this is serious. So let's, let's not do anything. That's like, that's <laughs> a, just a different level of stupidity that's where great. Trump is just like, Trump is just being Trumpian about it, which is like kind of funny and also really destructive. Well, yeah, well, Merkel doing. dead people in the US right now. So. You know, and Merkel's just doing this. Merkel's doing this, like just like the complete idiotic thing that liberals love of then like saying, doing that she's doing something, and in reality is doing literally absolutely nothing. So it's like, in, all right, like for everyone who's listening to this outside of Germany, you cannot get a test. Just straight up, you cannot get a test unless you have had contact with someone who has tested positive. And in some cases, you have to bring a written note that says that you've had a fucking <laughs> you've had a fucking contact with someone. Mm -hmm. So you can sit in Chaiti for ten hours, and you will not get tested unless you have some proof that you've that you've been in contact with someone and then there's just like like it is it is um if you go there you you're then put into a, a really small tent outside of the uh the thing outside of the hospital um with everyone else who's apparently also wanting to get tested for like really long periods of time so uh i heard someone in a in a group text that then we had the uh, in the in the bernie group saying that then that they waited for eight hours in one of these um, makeshift tents. So if you, even if you don't have it, you're getting exposed to it. If someone who does have it there to begin with, um, you probably won't get that test. Your results take a super fucking long time to get anyway. Um, like South Korea had drive-through. Um, what are they called? Drive-through coronavirus tests. The United States is setting something up like that apparently as well. I I am I'm waiting to see when Germany is going to get on. I mean, like the thing I am surprised about is that deaths are really low in Germany, which is probably just because like, okay, Germany didn't fucking austerity itself into the fucking, you know, dark ages like some other European countries so, did. There, There is a lot of analysis of that now at the moment. And from what I've seen, so this is really interesting to compare, particularly to the U.S., 
because one of the things that people suspect is happening in the U.S. is that there's there's not enough testing being done, mm-hmm. and that's why the numbers are support, like as like as low as they are for a population of three hundred twenty mm-hmm. million. Um, so like they most experts say the numbers, the reported numbers in the USA are probably yeah, higher yeah. than what we're seeing. Yeah. Um, however, the analysis I've seen of Germany, and I think this is happening more in NRV or Bavaria, like in the problem areas, is that they are doing more tests. However, um, both of these kind of have like the cynical motives behind them. So the US didn't do, didn't do any tests for a very long time because they didn't want to scare the market. Money is sick that, now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the thing that Germany was also doing something similarly calculated, um, but the people they're testing are in a younger def- demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if I remember this correctly, the average age of death um, of someone with coronavirus in Germany is like in the mid to late 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, the average age of infected is about 46 um which is much much lower than italy's average age of infected or spain's average age of infected um the cynical take here is they tested a lot of people young uh who are on the younger demographics so that the death ratio didn't look as bad yeah however other aspects are saying this is probably more reflective of who actually has coronavirus because people in other countries who are getting tested especially in western europe and the united states are on the older side of things because they're seeing really serious symptoms yeah. or are dying. <clears throat> yeah, and I think too that the sense of like just a lot of like funny things that came out of Berlin too in the coronavirus thing of that like um you having then like the Berlin police doing like a a a Twitter message thing of like, if you were at like Katablau, uh, a club in Berlin between these three days, you need to get yourself checked. <laughs> and it was just like, it was like, of course, like, of course, someone who fucking like had was just sick as shit. And they're like, I'm just going to do a shit ton of cat and it'll cure it. Whatever, like, you know, whatever uh, techno will, will cure my coronavirus. Okay. Or, I mean, obviously it was definitely a case of probably someone who didn't have any symptoms, but um, mm. yeah, that was really funny to me of that then just like all of these things of like of uh yeah just uh, I remember the other day I saw a bunch of people like uh, playing basketball in the park like <laughs> maybe the one sport that you shouldn't <laughs> do when there's a fucking pandemic because you're just like rubbing up on your fucking homies yeah like throwing the vec- the disease vector to one another yeah basically. pretty much. <laughs> Hello, this is Andrew Cuomo speaking, your governor of New York, the greatest state in the nation. I'm here speaking to you to, to address the coronavirus crisis. All right, we are, I'm on your TV all the time, and since you are stuck in your home, many of you are are, are t- calling me Bay and want me to, to hit your back walls. All right, and, and I'm here pledging to you, once you know, when I'm not on CNN, uh, just talking and acting important, that when this crisis is over, I will be there with you as your governor. All right, and 
while you're stuck in your quarantine. When you're not watching me on TV, you should be listening to the Corner Spatey podcast. Corner Spatey, they have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Corner Spatey, where you can listen to extra episodes and content. I will continue to, to, uh, to, to be on your TV and as your governor, do everything I can to solve this crisis. And we will get through this together. I am Andrew Cuomo. I will solve the coronavirus crisis and then make you come. So I guess like the final, you know, the thing that then that then brings all of these lovely nations that we've been talking about, except for mm. the United States, um, into uh, you know a, a union, if, <laughs> if, if, if you will, Eurovision. Uh, <laughs> Eurovision, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're damn right i'm pro union oh god damn it yeah yeah so uh the eu uh they've been uh, um uh, uh doing nothing i don't know like it's it's uh oh no rob disappeared there he is he's back <laughs> yeah yeah definitely uh um what was the video that was like the i mean given this guy's like definitely very problematic but the like was the prime minister yeah. of serbia oh, yay Vucic. <laughs> Vucic. wait hang on sorry was that a real sound <laughs> yeah that is a weird sound <laughs> that's his name <laughs> oh you dropped the microphone <laughs> yeah yeah so he yeah. had a speech they're all he had shit a speech a beautiful speech saying serbia that, pledges fealty to china exactly that uh european um solidarity is not real because um the eu had some like um embargoes on or like regulations when it comes to um i don't know like medical stuff medical devices and yeah. <laughs> uh which it <laughs> i love when i say it <laughs> uh, um said yeah well they also have this like uh regulations when it comes to serbia and they're not going to help us not serbia Serbia. and since serbia is a pre-accession country even though they are flirting a lot with russia as well um from time to time and there's that it's uh, it's a complicated relationship relationship status with the eu it's complicated um (laughs) It's like uh, someone in your polycule is also in another polycule. That's basically <laughs> Serbia. Exactly. <laughs> and so he said, yeah, we're going to turn to China because they are the ones that are going to help us. And probably that is actually true. Um, yeah. I mean, China's the- had like a, a strategy with the Balkans for a long time of using them as a way yeah. to backdoor into the European market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like building a whole bunch of infrastructure in Montenegro because they were like, this country's probably going to be in the EU next. So, yeah. yeah. Even Greece, after the financial crisis, just had a bunch of Chinese money China just get just flooded into out. it. <laughs> Left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to, to be very fair, like, like uh, China has been taking the role of what the European Union won't do, which is actual developmental mm-hmm. aid. So... In the sense of like what, um, uh, what's it called? In the sense of of, of with Greece, uh, after the um, after the financial crisis, the European Union obviously had you know like they're trying to pass the strict yeah. austerity measures for them. But they also then passed then pretty much who was allowed to buy up Greek assets. Yeah. 
internally within the European Union and China came in and was like, oh, we'll like, you know, like we'll build like manufacturing facilities here and shit like that. Like things that then are actually like, you know, long lasting, you know, hard, like, like, um, physical capital that isn't just, you know, finance or whatever, or just, you know, not just like, you know, Deutsche Bank buying up fucking like all of Greece or whatever, you know, Germany owning all of Thessaloniki now or whatever. So it is like, is it China then flexing their, their, you know, new position within like the growth, like becoming obviously the next global hegemon? Yeah, of course it is. But I do think that then, and maybe this is just me like looking at this too optimistically, (laughs) but I do think that the way that China does do this internationally like we're seeing with the coronavirus of them offering assistance way before the u.s actually does um and offering like actual doctors on the ground and shit like that similarly how like cuba does is impressive i mean i can't say that like the u.s just throws money at ngos that are just like cia ops half the time so yeah yeah um, that kind of leads us to the other examples of like the supposed failings of the european union uh i said supposed and i'll explain that in a bit but um so like the other ones were like the eu saying it's going to maintain sanctions against iran even though iran mm-hmm. desperately like needs oh, help yeah. and does not need to like <laughs> lose business right now or mm-hmm. be cut off from supply chains etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then the other one was some politicians local politicians in lombardy which is a northern italian region one of the worst hit yeah. by all of this um yeah. basically said that like the eu has effectively done nothing uh, whereas, like, um, doctors and aid workers and supplies have been sent over from China, Cuba, and Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Vietnam yeah. and Korea have also helped out a bit. Korea is, like, the only um, capitalist, like, liberal capitalist yeah. uh, country that's able to handle this, it seems. Yeah, um, South Korea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not talking, yeah, I'm not talking <laughs> about North Korea. <laughs> I, think the, I think North Korea's solution was to shoot the person who had coronavirus. <laughs> I remember that happening. Um, but yeah, so that that's like, that's what's been happening there. And uh, I know it's kind of a bit shitty to quote Chapo Trap House on this show because probably everyone who listens to our show also listens to Chapo Trap House. But it was a bonus episode, so fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. Will said that basically it's being revealed that a lot of people in politics effectively don't have a job. They're like PR for... Uh, or PR for um, for like what the economy is doing the economy takes a downturn or it takes like a boost and they either come in and explain why that happened and that's basically all their job is they don't really do anything beyond that mm-hmm. and that is definitely the eu i mean that's why i call it a supposed failing because like the yeah. eu never had nor did it really ever really want the mechanisms or the power or it definitely didn't want to appear like it had the power to do anything about this and it's definitely why like all the shit that's happening in the eu now is being handled at a nation state level like italy buying back air italia and whatever mm. uh, yeah the eu was like i, I don't understand mamma mia <laughs> i can get my spaghetti meatballs on the on my transatlantic flight mamma mia <laughs> um it's just like you're just given a tanuki suit at the gate of the airport and you can just go flying um yeah i i just like the EU's like not doing anything, but I think anyone who thought that they were going to during this was. But um, yeah, no, I mean, like the the the, the thing with the with the European Union just being pretty much just garbage is definitely. I mean, like 
ask Greece, obviously, after the financial crisis. Yeah, like, yeah. they will obviously tell you that they don't do fucking shit. Mm. Um, or any country that then's experienced austerity. I mean, Ireland had, like, the ruling that, uh, you know, the Apple tax thing. The EU didn't actually end up enforcing that, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have no power effectively. So, yeah. yeah, the fact that they would do anything that would be like a large mobilization, the kind of mobilization you need to combat this was was an absolute fairy tale. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I remember I think like I saw this week too that like um of Yanis Varoufakis tweeting out then just like how the um yeah, one in the sense of just like how the European Union has kind of done nothing and two the sense of that then like the idea then of the stuff that the Europe, like the countries in the E and, and the central bank are thinking about like saving mm. is more than like the green new deal would be for like a year, you know, mm. like it's, it's uh, cause what was it then? Like the 500 billion in bonds is what they would ask for, for green investment and green projects and stuff like that. And it's probably going to end up becoming like a multi-trillion dollar bailout for companies mm-hmm. like we've seen with the, you know, with the, with, with, with the U S and so, yeah, I mean, just once again, like, you know, fault lines of capitalism just split wide open. Woo. Like we're, we're, we're out here. Um, anything's kind of possible now. And anyone who tells you that then like, Oh, we can't afford any of these programs is lying to your face. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, dear. Well, on that note, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up for this week of Corner Spady, um, <laughs> which has been we're just growing pains with us doing this remotely. We'll figure it uh, out. Guys. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's yeah. Pray uh. for our Nick. Um, that's, that's oh no, <laughs> editing will be fine. It's just that I'm 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 yeah. Pray for me, regardless. Actually, I I need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, and I guess just check us out next week but also if you're alone and on quarantine saturday seven o'clock central european time i'm do- doing gyrovision on twitch tv <laughs> forward slash corner spatey s-p-a-e-t-i spelt the german way of spelling things when you don't have an umlaut ready um, <laughs> yeah so that's that's gonna happen it's gonna be weird everyone's gonna be joining the call nick will hopefully be there the whole time but you know yeah. we haven't oh. had it uni will be there the whole time, but <laughs> tech permitting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a vote. We're gonna have a jury. It's gonna be great. There's 41 songs. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Eurovision. It's gonna be eight hours long, or however long Eurovision yeah. is. <laughs> Deutsche Bank presents. Giro Disney presents Giro Vision. <laughs> Giro Vision. I gotta say, I haven't listened to all the songs yet, but um, I don't know if you guys saw. You have time, uh, <laughs> but like, I already know it's gonna win. It's the I don't know if you saw everyone singing Imagine, like Macron, Christian Lagarde, <laughs> all together and Imagine. Oh damn, you guys, we we missed it. We missed the we missed the six o'clock. Everyone go on their balcony and sing Ode to Joy. I, oh my uh, god! I, what, what did, why do you, where did you think I went? That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! Oh, I forgot to blast TJX six off my balcony, like I said I was going to do on Twitter. Yes. Shit. <laughs> All right, yeah. and on that note, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys all next week, or for the uh, for the for for uh, I, I guess I have to mispronounce the word Euro, but yeah, Eurovision, Giro Eurovision, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So check us out next week. We're all going to go out now to our balconies and blare the Happy Hardcore remix of O to Joy, <laughs> which is just O to Joy at one point five speed with some anime quotes over it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> all right. 
yeah be safe everyone yeah, and don't be safe. stupid <laughs> please please live through this it'll be time to lick the uban later yeah <laughs> you can lick the uban on your own time just not during quarantine yeah. you can lick things around your house that you like resemble things on the uban it's not the same <laughs> <laughs> Rob's just like sitting just like fucking painting poles in his house yellow just so he can lick them. <laughs> My mom tells me we have Uban at home, but it's not it's not, <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.